Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. Hello, everybody. I really just can't get over that funky beat that you accidentally made. It's so good. <laughs> and the mysterious L. Fuck y'all, babies. No, hi, babies. I'm here. <laughs> he made it. That'd be great. I'm just I'm coming with incredibly toxic energy this time. <laughs> no, I was. I'm, I'm also still still very chuffed about our our new weird intro music. It sounds like I... cyberpunk and dystopian, but like Nintendo <laughs> dystopian, where it's just like it's just like a you know the the three of us standing dramatically on like a like a rooftop, like a, like fucking you know cyber wave style, just neon glow behind us, and then it's just like welcome to the future, welcome <laughs> to 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Are we can three, fly. We know kung fu. Yeah. You know. Are you three dudes bad enough to save the president? <laughs> That'd be great. Me. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know who amongst us is the baddest dude. Probably Haley. Actually, Mike. you know what? Haley is certainly the baddest dude. <laughs> I'm the I, baddest of the dudes here. Well, yes. I mean, like, I don't know if I don't know if you know. Do you know the video game Bad Dudes? Mm-mm. Are you familiar Mm-mm. with the, the video game Double Dragon? No. No. Okay. Well, the, these are video games from a long time ago where you, <laughs> uh, you and one of your buddies got to play two shirtless, muscle-bound dudes. Well, I guess in Double Dragon they're wearing vests, uh, and you just like walked out the streets of the town beating ass for various reasons. And in Bad Dudes, it's to save the president uh, from ninjas, I think. Uh, and uh, it means that you have to do a lot of like brawling in the streets against people that are what would be considered punks in the eighties. So lots of mohawks and like denim cut off vests and guys pulling switchblades and stuff like that. And, you know, if any of us needed to be called to fight punks in the street, I feel like you would be the one. I'll smash a face. I'm sorry. Yes. I'll, raz- <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll razzle a face. I'll, I'll insult a face and make the face not want to be near me anymore. Yeah. I'll be, ca- I'll be catty to a face. What about you, Mike? You going to smash a face? Uh, I am incapable of face smashing. I am very much um, a person that uh, I, when when stuff goes wrong at work, I lean on security very heavily. That is not my, that's not what I'm here for. Uh, yeah. Uh, Does we security have, remove? Have, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to complain about how I, I have very bad, my testosterone is very bad in that like when, when it's go time and I have to fight somebody, because I've been in a bunch of scraps, especially when I was a kid, I was in scraps all the time. But when the adrenaline hits me, it just, it makes me cry. Like, not like sob or anything, but like tears just start, like my face gets flush, like in very red and tears happen. And then like, you know, I, I used to go straight for the throat. I was, I was a, I was a, I was a grab you and wrestle you like kingpin fight you sort of guy. I threw one of my friends through, like, through a wall into his kitchen one time because uh, there was no, like, stud work in the one area I shoved him into. So he just went through the plaster into his kitchen. <laughs> very funny. You're like a superhero or villain. Yeah, exa- exa- yeah, yeah except just sobbing, just like a fat, like, 12-year-old kid just sobbing. <laughs> like, or it looks like sobbing, but just really just furiously crying, just choking the life out of his friend. 
How dare you? You insulted my mom or something. Is that what he did? Did he tell your mom joke and just threw no, him through I the wall? No, I insulted his mom and then he punched me. <laughs> and then he realized what he had done and he ran. And running was the problem. Because mm. <laughs> I chased him. And I, I chased him into his back hallway where I knew his back door was locked. And then he pleaded for mercy. And instead, we ended up in his kitchen. And that was the end of the fight. I mean, we were both very afraid of getting in trouble, which we did because we broke their wall. I just That's remember, a good fight. Yep. I just remember at um, some Magic the Gathering event that I was at, there was this kerfluffle between two people. And one guy very angrily yelled at the other one, fight me right now. And that became this running joke for the next million years that whenever two people were upset with each other someone would just yell fight me right now like, like yeah we're just gonna do this i do remember the days of fight me right now fight me right <laughs> now was from when things needed to get violent and dance more they're watching that's where things needed to get funky <laughs> it was just you want to go bro when i was in school it's like you want to go you want to go and most of the time people did not want to go it was all a lie it was just a tactic to seem threatening and then it's like all right let's go and then they're like whoa whoa i didn't actually want to go and that's how it usually went when i was in school there was a lot of that i think <laughs> going around just across the board i mean i found out pretty early in my uh scrapping career that the emasculating uh open hand or backhand slap across the face like old school style like hey you want to fight i'm gonna slap you and that will either initiate a fight or you will back down. And like I, I like I think like the first time I pulled that move out was like in sixth grade. Like the other fat kid in school like challenged me to some sort of like competition. Like he was like, ooh, talking shit, get in my face. So I just slapped him in front of God and everybody. I was like, all right, we fighting now? You and showed him who the king of the fats was? Yeah, I, sh I showed his ass, but good. <laughs> no, he did not want that smoke. He backed down immediately and middle school was pretty rough for him for a little while after that. Because uh, that it was in front of a lot of people. <laughs> Embarrassing. You embarrassed him. Yeah, I like. I take no. I, I sounded more prideful of that than I am. I am. A, I am yeah, you I'm, sound like a bully. I'm, oh, I was a. I was a bully <laughs> in my early formative years. Like I, I was for sure a bully, but I was not a violent bully. I was always like the. I was the fucking behind the scenes like fucking talking enough shit about you that it's fucking up your life kind of bully and i paid for it and i used that opportunity to turn my life around and now i'm not a bully anymore that's I good that, i saved that energy for arguing about pop culture shit it doesn't matter because <laughs> even if people get mad about that at the end of the day they shouldn't get too mad about that because who cares if i think doctor who is bad i mean it is bad and that is why i think that but you might love it and that's fine you can love a bad thing nobody's going through <laughs> a wall over this argument no, and nobody's going through a wall ever again because I don't want to pay for a wall. <laughs> Did you have to replace the wall as a kid? No, I think should have made you pay for somehow it. Somehow, their landlord ended up picking up the tab on that. Oh, that's even better. That's yeah. praxis. I mean, to be fair, it's not like I'm super strong or anything. Like, I shouldn't have been able to go through that wall to begin with. Like, we were both like genuinely flabbergasted. It was just like, look, man, I know that I'm like heavy for my age but like if a full-grown man just put their weight on that wall it would have buckled it was just <laughs> you were pointing out the the shoddy workmanship for him yeah it just so happened that i was in the process of giving my friend like a goldberg style spear <laughs> and that was our, our weight test for that section of wall <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sure they I'm sure they accepted that excuse. They're like, oh yeah, that sounds right. Good good call. Good call, L. Also, I, I I got it just as bad as I, I gave in a lot of instances too. There was one kid in the neighborhood who did want that smoke, and whenever I stepped to him, he would just punch me in the face, and that was that. And uh, <laughs> that was the end of that one. And then one time, I got invited over to like a, a sleepover party that, or like a uh, yeah sleepover party. I guess is the best way to say it. Uh, that in hindsight, I'm pretty sure that like I got invited to be like like the the fat goober that they could score points off of or whatever, uh, which is fine because it gave me this hilarious memory. Like Captain Quarterback was like one of the people that was there, like the like the kid that would go on to be like the boy king of our high school. He was just like Captain Sports. And we had a snowball fight and it was like, nah, man. Like I vividly remember just like full like running away from this chap, like as fast as my little legs would take me down this street. And then suddenly like a snowball hit me right between my shoulder blades that in my mind like lifted me off the ground with my back all arched all dramatically like I was getting shot in the jungle by Charlie's or whatever just I, it was platoon I had never been hit I had never been struck by an object so hard that wasn't a fist it was insane I, like it like I was I was like on the ground over it like I was just like oh the, the snowball it was crazy <laughs> <clears throat> I I, I I remember one time uh, I was, I was, I loved playing like flag football or any kind of football I could play. And I woke up that morning and my back was really sore, but I really wanted to play anyways. So I convinced my mom to drive me to the park for the game. And it was just an absolute driving snowstorm. And I showed up and I was just like walking around and I could barely move because my back was so screwed up. But and no one else showed up. Everyone else ditched because of the snow. And I was just like, damn you. This is incredibly unhealthy for me. My back is out and I'm in a world of pain, but I want football so bad. I will do anything for it. And then everyone was all, no one else was like, yeah, this is stupid. It's snowing out. People don't play football in the snow. Are you nuts? So my, my dreams of suffering and debilitating injury were cruelly denied me by everybody else's common sense and objective acceptance of reality. Don't worry, Mike. You're still old. You'll get a chance to hurt yourself. Oh, oh, oh don't I know it. Oh, don't I know it. Oh, man. I, okay, I, I feel that. like we've uh, probably wasted the people's time enough. Uh, so you want to move on into the Amusé Boucher? It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the Amuse Bouche. I was very excited when Mike told us that this is the first thing we we're going to be talking about today. Uh, <laughs> the first relevant thing we're going to be talking about today, uh, because I love this stupid aspect of uh, the show, and that is QAnon versus Flat Earth, <laughs> a classic beef. <laughs> Mike, what dredged this shit up? Okay, what actually dredged this shit up was when Elon's rocket exploded or did what – what did he call it? Like a spontaneous a spontaneous disassembly or whatever the terminology he used as a euphemism for exploded. Yeah, I'm it sure he didn't used that fail. line on all the girls. Right, it totally mm-hmm. didn't fail. So um, when this – when the rocket exploded and totally didn't fail, there was this weird sort of a cloud effect – that happened as a result of the explosion. And this led to the firmament trending on Twitter. Oh, hell yeah. And people were just (laughs) like, did Elon's rocket hit the firmament? And that's why it exploded and all this nonsense. And so the flat earthers started getting, 
getting their chests out and feeling like, yeah, it's time to time to start talking up flat earth because it's the truth and you all know it. And this led uh, Awakened Outlaw, one of our favorite QAnon promoters, to make a post where he was like, yo, flat earthers, can you chill out about the flat earth for a little while while we try to defeat the uh, satanic pedivore ring that rules our earth and has done so for generations? Because the normies, the normies ain't ready for flat earth. They're they're barely even ready to know that Tom Cruise is a monster. So we gotta we gotta bring them up to speed slowly. And your flat earth stuff is uh, distracting people. It's keeping it's taking our eyes off the prize. And the like, the first reply was a flat earther telling awakened outlaw, "No, no, I will not let flat earth go. Flat earth is what matters, bro. If if, if you ain't willing to accept flat earth, then we we can't we can't talk." And I just thought that was really funny that like. The flat earth guy was just like, I've picked my battle. You pick yours. Mine is convincing people the earth is flat. And that's that's my truth. And you're just going to have to accept it. Also, not insignificant amount of the normie population saw that same documentary I did where those people shot that fucking laser and proved, to the, the, proved themselves that the earth has a curve to it. It's so weird. And then <laughs> that hot mic picked that guy up just being like, oh, God, I have to tell these people the fucking laser is fucking earth curve fucking ruined it's just like yeah man it's fucking round dude like mad people have known this for a long time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so that all how did how did rockets previously penetrate the firmament oh uh, they were faked nasa uh, faked all the rocket launchings Oh, the the amount of flat earthers love nothing more than taking Buzz Aldrin out of context and making it sound like Buzz is admitting that they never went to the moon. They are moon landing denial is a big part of flat earth. You have to Mm -hmm. believe in one to believe in the other. He would like punch you over that. Like he (laughs) he like he was known to like if you pulled that shit on him in public, he would punch you. Yeah, there's video of him doing it so like it seems really unlikely like that's one of the greatest clubs ever it's gonna be like hey, fucking, why, why would you tell me the truth about the moon he's like fucking moon you it's like yeah fucking get him yeah so basically uh the main clip they like to use is there's like a child interviewing buzz aldrin and her question is mostly why haven't we been back to the moon and buzz Buzz's answer is basically something to the effect of, well, we can't go back to the moon because they got rid of everything that we used to go there. And he seems very wistful and very much pro more moon landings. But they they take what he said to being like, oh, yeah, we can't go back there anymore and blah, blah, blah. And they just sort of twist it into being like, Buzz is admitting we can't go to the moon and therefore he didn't go to the moon and it's all nonsense. And it's like, no. What Buzz Aldrin is talking about is all the like, equipment they used for human uh, like people being on the moon. It's all really specialized shit. And once we stopped going to the moon, they stopped making that stuff because you don't need it anymore because it only serves one purpose. So if we were to go back to the moon, we would have to make all that shit again by by scratch because uh, it's not pre- it's not relevant. It's not something we just have in our stockpile. Also, I'm no moonologist or anything. I'm just a regular uneducated guy. But I'm pretty sure the reason we haven't been back to the moon is because we only went the first time to put our collective balls on the collective forehead of Russia. And then in doing so, we found out that the moon is fucking boring. And that there's just not a lot going on on the moon. Little cheese. 
despite what I have been told. Yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of fucking rocks. And like it's like ah oh, sweet rocks. And you know, maybe at some point we'll find out that the moon has like it, like the moon has a use as like you know, real estate for at some point getting us in deeper into space or whatever. But aside from that, there's not a lot of reason to go back to the moon, my dude. Like why moon, you know? Are I'm satellites you, real? Moon, and I ask you why moon? Are satellites real? Do uh, they exist uh, within or without of the the firmament? What is the uh, what is the opinion of satellites? I believe that the general ex- explanation of satellites is that they're within the firmament, and therefore mm. they are, they are allowed. But I've also heard people say that they're all bullshit too, because again, you once you can once you do the whole space thing, it really makes all that stuff really wonky. Projections. And what, and what was really funny was uh, Jordan Sather, who's another QAnon grifter. He just came out and he was like, "You flat earthers are stupid, and I hate you." He was just not having it. Like awakened outlaws trying to coddle them and be like, "Guys, guys, we can we can hash out the flat earth later after we beat the the deep state." But for now, let's just chill. Sather, who's like his brand is kind of dunking on people he thinks are beneath him. He was just like, "You all are stupid." Boom. <laughs> Screw you, flat earthers. And I was like, man. Like, this guy's absolutely terrible, and he tells people to drink bleach, but at the very least, he's willing to call a spade a spade when it comes to flat earth and what a ridiculous bunch of nonsense it is. Yeah, gotta give him credit. He somehow he somehow acknowledges that the world is round. Yeah, I know. You wow. don't actually have to he, hand it to the guy. <laughs> and what's so funny about this is that this, this is going on inside of QAnon, and Q themselves specifically went out of their way to crush flat earth. Because Q did a Q&A zing uh, one time, and he was just grabbing various questions that were being bombarded upon him on 8chan. And one of the questions was someone asking Q, they were like, hey, Q, to shut all these flat earthers up, is the earth flat? And Q replied, no. Q was just, Q picked out that question and used it, and it's just like, yo, guys, your boy, the super secret spy who travels through the time streams, he told you the flat the Earth isn't flat. Like it's over. You, you're you're done. And the flat earthers are like, no man. Q said the Earth isn't flat, but that's not the real shape of it. You don't understand what the Earth really looks like. It's not a, it's not a globe or flat. It's something else. And it's like, no, shut up. A secret third shape. Yes, yeah, like a, a sexy hourglass shape. <laughs> <laughs> it's boobs. It's shaped like boobs. Hell yeah, dude! Er, put them on the glass, Earth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they er, don't want you to know because you'll yeah. get too grabby. I want to <laughs> see them. Yeah, er, er, Earth. Earth has got them birth and hips. Earth has got a. <laughs> er, Earth's got to sway when Earth walks, dude. I, th- I think I saw Earth shaking it on top of a moving car in that GTA Six trailer. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Earth was looking pretty nice. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why they call her Mother Earth. You know, uh, yes, she's dude, a we need to have this conversation. We talk about sick women now. <laughs> horny jail, somebody get the horny jail corgi out. <laughs> or she, it's a she, ain't it? Horny for <laughs> Earth. Yeah, dude. I'm over here getting bricked up over Mama Earth, you know? <laughs> Move! <laughs> now, that's so a true. mother I'd leave to future <laughs> generations, am I right? <laughs> We need to start sexualizing Earth to save her. That's the only yes. way. I, I, <laughs> like, it, let, let's be real. It is the only way that some men would pay attention. <laughs> like, shit, she's hot? All right. 
Yeah. Like, Dude, did you see those fucking sexy pictures of Earth that just came out, man? How <laughs> to save her. This sounds like some fucking like high concept sketch from some show that we'll never put out. Just yeah. some befuddled guy. All of his coworkers talking about fucking hot Earth. <laughs> Nothing but just highbrow stuff on this podcast. Yeah. Horny jail for all of us. Horny Earth. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, flat earthers are stupid, and I love talking on them. And also, QAnon is stupid, so let's keep talking about them. Uh, QAnon taking shots also this week at, uh, is, is it Vivek? Vivek? Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay, Vivek Ramaswamy. What a cool name for a loser. I know. Uh, uh, so yeah, I guess uh, QAnon continues to be, QAnon just got beef, you know? They answered the question of where the beef is, and it's here. Mike, what's up with the QAnon v. Vivek Ramaswamy beef? Okay, that sounds so, like a delightful meal. I'd like one of those, please. So we'll get a we'll get a Vivek lightly toasted. It'll be delicious. So our boy Vivek uh, had another moment at the debate last night where he said that the 2020 election was stolen and hyped the Great Replacement and had white nationalists uh, reposted a message on Twitter where a white nationalist was celebrating him. And it had, like, Nick Fuentes doing, like, the soy face where Nick Fuentes was like, oh! He said uh, it! The Great Replacement! uh, Brown guy said it! That's... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... There was a segment of QAnon that was just like, oh, man, Vivek's speaking truth to power. He's telling it like it is. But then there's a second group of QAnon who are just like, you know what Vivek's trying to do here? He's trying to steal Trump's thunder. He's trying to out-Trump Trump. Don't accept this, patriots. Vivek the deceiver is trying to lure you away from our only hope for salvation, one Donald J. Trump. So reject Vivek and his silver tongue and his honeycombed lies and stick with the tried and true hero of the world, Donald Trump, which it just makes me laugh so much that Vivek's going so hard for the QAnon conspiracy nutball voter block. And and their reaction to him is, I kind of like him, but he might be trying to do this to get one up on Trump. And I can't I can't accept that. That ain't cool. That ain't good. Because Trump's the only white man that will beat the deep state. So thanks, but no thanks, Vivek. Wow, this Vivek post that he shared with Fuentes soy facing, is, it's got layers. It was a Keith Woods post, who is another white supremacist, sharing just Fuentes soy facing over <laughs> his great replacement comments. And, and Vivek shared it. That's, that's, a lot of white, that's a lot of white supremacy in one tweet. That's right, like a turducken. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you had Vivek retweeting a neo-Nazi, posting another neo-Nazi, <laughs> reacting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's neo-Nazis all the way down. Yeah, if you got Canadian neo-Nazi, you got the, it's the, I think he's from Illinois neo-Nazi, and then it's like Vivek's like, I like it both. I like it both. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, you can just call them blue checks. It's fine. <laughs> yes, that's You true. know, you're so right. <laughs> I just yeah. Neo Nazi, it's like twice as many syllables, just real quick and to the point. Blue checks. Blue checks. So. Yes. Blue checks. That's so true. <laughs> oh, wait. Fuentes Yikes. isn't checked, but. Well, next uh, uh, unchecked. Next wow. Yeah. It's because he's what? secret, technically, right now on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Like, basically, Nick Fuentes just posts uh, 
he makes new accounts every like day where it's just like some adjective slash griper and then everyone knows it's him and then Elon eventually after 48 hours bans him because he's totally banned from the platform but this one's been lasting a while this new one it's been since May so it seems like Elon's (laughs) decided to just be like we'll just pretend like I don't know and keep him on he was talking about bringing Alex Jones back today did you see that Oh well, that's because Alex did. It was it was doing Tucker. So yeah, and the quartering asked, like, is he going to be back, Elon? And Elon was like, I'm going to reply to the quartering because that's someone I should talk to. And he's like, I'm seriously considering it. Actually, I don't think anyone should be permanently banned on here, which is bullshit. But <laughs> <laughs> like, Elon literally did this thing where he was like, Alex Jones made fun of murdered babies, and I held my dead baby in my hands, and. That just crosses the line, so I can't let Alex back. And now he's just like, "Now let Alex back." Yeah, let him on. I'm, I'm, I'm Excuse me, Mr. Hunt. Musk. That story was very sad. What was the name of the baby? Uh, uh, baby sweating. number two. Uh, <laughs> X Alpha uh, Epsilon. And they're like, "Damn, that was it." Fuck, got us, got us again. That Wiley Musk. We'll get one of these days. Fucking yep. cloud. What an idiot. I mean, Mike and I were, uh, Mike and I were making fun of Elon off the air, circulating bonus content for nobody but just the two of us. And I was just like, wow. Like, Elon, Elon Musk seems like he really likes the cyberpunk look, but he doesn't fucking, he doesn't know shit about what cyberpunk is about. He's, yep. he's fucking such a, such a, such a, like a complete moron. I hate his guts. Yeah, because because he and Il- I, I and Miles Strong were like sobbing over like GTA Six, and they were just like, "Oh, you you have to kill cops in this game, and that's totally uncool." I couldn't even and- get past the first scene because you got to kill a cop to get past it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, nerd, like, shut up, shut up. It's also like transparently a lie. Like I've seen I've seen photographic evidence of that guy like holding a katana and wearing like a leather trench coat. And, like, I've seen him before his hair plugs. That dude has played video games where he has shot cops for sure. He loves it. He couldn't get enough of it back in the day. When Grand Theft Auto 3 came out for the PlayStation 2, when he wasn't busy jerking it to underage girls or whatever. Uh, he was a hot show, coffee. Allegedly. Uh, all the stuff I had to say to not get sued. Whatever. One million dollars. Rancid penis, etc. But back in the day, he was loving it. He couldn't get enough of Grand Theft Auto 3. He was like, put down the Vaseline so I can kill these cops real quick. Okay, sweet. Now it's back to watching Tichy Buyo and stroking it or whatever. And you know what, Elon? I I was that guy too. You know, I, I was right there in the trenches with you. What? I didn't say any of that. That was never me. And people, I will say for the, I would like the record to show that I never understood jerking off to anime girls. And people had uh, community notes for Ian Miles Chong showing that like he reviewed grand theft auto like five like relentlessly and he absolutely was murdering cops left and right back in his before yeah, dude, he couldn't he, wait to fucking give them the, the, the money for shark cash and like do a stunt race <laughs> right into a cop hq he loved it he was like dude you get a speed boost on this track if you rocket launcher this police helicopter in midair it's so fun <laughs> it's like come on guys like who the fuck are you kidding yeah, I, you, I just Elon love- Musk, you cannot make a truck that ugly and not want to kill cops. I'm just going to say it. I don't know what the correlation <laughs> yeah. is, but you can't do it. You can't have both ways. I saw one in person for the first time like a week ago. Have you guys seen one in person yet? No. Nope. It is no. ugly as... it's it. The pictures do not do it justice. And 
Um, it's just a little ridiculous. All the cars, you could tell that everybody was taking photos because it was on the freeway and it was just like a congestion happening around the Cybertruck because everybody was clearly taking a photo outside their window of this thing. <laughs> Every, it, it's, it's awesome when your car is so hideous. People are gawking at it be- <laughs> before you get into an accident. Yeah, People are like, oh my God, he, someone actually bought one of those fucking things. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like it is sort of a status symbol, but for a status you don't want. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's 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 a status symbol in the same way that like driving around in like in like Hitler's car would be a status symbol. <laughs> it's like yeah, you had the money to afford that, and also what a choice you've made. You know that's a fun one. <laughs> it's not like a Tesla. How some people are just like fuck. I still have my Tesla after Elon like completely went bonkers. But, like, the Cybertruck, it's like, that's post-Elon going completely mask off. You, you at this point, just want it because it's the Elon symbol. <laughs> yeah. Also, right. like, I mean, the Tesla was an easier sell because Tesla didn't look like you took a regular vehicle and then put, like, a fucking Nintendo Labo kit on top of it. Uh, it's fucking unreal. Like, <laughs> the, the, the Tesla Cybertruck somehow has, like, you know, low-res polygons. It's like, it's just... <laughs> It, it's a, it's on a CRT in real life. It's weird. It's like, huh. It's like, holy shit. Laura, is Laura Croft driving that thing? What the fuck? <laughs> no, I was, I, Laura Croft was in my head the whole time, yes. It's just like, it's like oh my God, it's so silly. My God, it's Andros. <laughs> it just, oh, man. And the best part was uh, the, the the videos of the crash at like 35 miles an hour where they're testing it. It's just like, oh, yeah. If you get into the, the slightest accident in this car, you're dead. There's like no crumple zones. Like all the all the force of the crash goes directly to you. The like back you wheel just... flies off for some reason. That was <laughs> <Yes>. so funny. <laughs> and that's at 35 miles an hour. Imagine a crash where you're actually driving at like highway speeds. You're just dead. There's just no two ways about it. It's it's literally Elon had that underwater coffin for those kids that were trapped in that cave in the Philippines. He's now created his above ground coffin for the rest of us. It's just like that thing somehow simultaneously looks incredibly cheap and indestructible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like 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 the aggro crag. It's just <laughs> like you're just like oh my god! I don't know how they make it look so imposing because it's very obviously just like made of sticks. You know what I mean? It's like it's like aluminum over nothing or whatever. Like that's, uh, I, I can't wait to see one of those get into an accident. You know, it's going to be truly spectacular. What's going to be awesome is that the car is like the the from what it looked like from the crash test, like the actual like frame of the car will look undamaged, and then the people inside the car will just be liquid. They'll just be actual like just red jello because that's what's going to happen. It's, a, it's, a, it's like crashing a cheese grater at ninety miles an hour. It's so yes. true. <laughs> That's awful, and then it's going to be hard to get them out if the if it actually is like, oh yeah, like <laughs> the, the shit where you need to have a phone that's connected to the internet to open the doors or to open the fucking glove compartment. <laughs> it's a good design. You take your cyber truck out to go hiking, and now you're just out of reception range, so you can't get back in your cyber truck after your hike. <laughs> Oh my god! What a and then you do get back to it, and it probably just doesn't work, you know, because it just looks shitty. It just, it just yes. it's like it's a bad investment. I don't know. I'm no carologist, I, but I, 
I just love that Elon did this whole thing where he was like, this is the car for the post-apocalypse. And it's like, you mean the car that after like four hours you have to find a charging station to reactivate it? That's your plan for the apocalypse is to have to stop every few hours to refuel? <laughs> yeah, but in his idea, the post-apocalypse is cyberpunk, except everyone is white, but they're still appropriating Asian culture. It's, it's, <laughs> it's everything, everything he ever dreamed of. He has two katanas for every zero katanas that he has now. He's like, man, for for every moment I have to spend with zero katanas in my hand, I'm going to live life to the fullest in the future with two katanas. <laughs> what a goober. Anyway, let's stop talking about it because he sucks. Uh, and we'll move on. Uh, I guess it's, it's not quite boosh and it's not quite news. Uh, Arizona gives us the blues. Now it's time for Haley's views on Arizona. That was so good. That was beautiful. Rhyme over. It's beautiful. Off fire. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, let's throw it over to Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch, to tell us uh, what's going on with her flaming dumpster of a state this week. Um, well, um, um, let's go. Let's start with Derek Chauvin getting absolutely Swiss cheesed in a Tucson prison. Did you guys hear about this? Yes. L, did you hear about this? Uh, oh. Yeah, this one, this one I did somehow manage to actually see. And yeah, yeah I was like... I was like bully for this headline. I was like, I was like, this headline makes me feel positive in a way. <laughs> I'm not saying anything whatsoever, but um, this is actually Arizona news. Even though Derek Chauvin, the police officer, for those of you who somehow don't remember, uh, like lynched George Floyd. I think we could use that word, right? Lynched. He he had his his knee on his neck for nine minutes. Um, We'll call it whatever you want. Murder. Uh, he was actually yeah, convicted. Yeah, I was going to go with murder. I was just yeah. going to go with murder. Yeah, he's a murderer. Um. Anyways, he, he this would do that. That didn't occur in Arizona, but he got his ass sent to Arizona because a lot of prisoners get sent to Arizona because we're just a a big open desert with a lot of space to put prisons in. We even have a whole like town that's basically just for prisons so you got like death row out there you got a women's prison out there you got a men's prison out there and then also you can go to country thunder which is a big music festival we have so that's fun you know it's a weird town <laughs> there's only like one road in too so you got to go through like this trump actually was at the the location where they have the country show in this prison town so i went when trump was here and it's like this 22 mile road to get in there that's just like the one road in, one road out. So it's like, it's kind of a creepy, it's kind of a creepy area. But uh, yeah, so Derek Chauvin was in a uh, Tucson uh, prison. It was a medium uh, security prison. And like, we've been having a lot of incidents here where there's been like, obviously corruption in the jails and like a lot of suicides that like this was not a conversation until Chauvin got shanked and now local media is like why are our prisons so bad um so anyway he was uh just on the he was just he was just making some copies on the copy machine and this man John Terskak John Terskak nothing okay um he <laughs> um he I uh I, I don't know what i uh, like i'm not sure if it's in the pocket of names i'm allowed to make fun of because i don't know what ethnic he's a white guy 
Oh, and so if he's like Polish or whatever, they're like, yeah. What I think what? you're almost totally right about that. What, what a crazy name. <laughs> I mean, so uh, uh, I have the good fortune of knowing many Polish people. So I could look at one of those names and just be like, oh, wow, this is Polish. There's like a C next to a Y next to two Zs or something crazy. <laughs> um. So anyway, he got up behind Chauvin and stabbed him 22 times. It was on Black Friday. There was reports, like, actually from, like, the, you know, uh, FBI agents that uh, interviewed Terskak that he um, did it on Black Friday as, like, a way to honor Black Lives Matter and also the Black Hand symbol, which is associated with the Mexican Mafia, which he was apparently a member of, even though he's a white guy. Um, prison, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was like a FBI informant, so I can uh, you can probably see where this is now going. The fact that he was an FBI informant, he was like a he was serving like decades long sentence. Um, all the right is now like, oh, FBI informant, and they tried to kill Chauvin just like they tried to kill Epstein. Interesting. There's well, not like any solid. Case, why didn't the FBI inform him on how to? finish a job i mean sorry i didn't say that literally that's not a thing that i said <laughs> uh yeah i mean obviously of course it's an inside job nobody dies in prison without it being a conspiracy prison is a very safe place yeah people don't kill people. cops in prison nobody ever kills <laughs> cops in prison but it's funny that like the right is kind of they don't really have a, a story here they're just kind of like fbi informant that's a little suspicious you know that's um all they need yeah, that's all they need. So the FBI tried to kill Derek Chauvin. Uh, the extended conspiracy is kind of like they wanted to shut him up because he was going to get the truth out about the fact that, uh, you know, George, the conspiracies that existed when George Floyd um, was initially murdered, how they said, like, he actually took fentanyl somehow in between that time when he was getting murdered for nearly 10 minutes. Um and there was like some extension of that conspiracy with this. They were like, he was targeted by the feds so that they can hide the fact that he was framed uh, for because George Floyd actually took fentanyl. And it's like, why would the F? What is it? This isn't a, this is a really deep conspiracy, you know, but yeah. it's because they had they framed Whitey Chauvin. That's kind of so it's like they, that's the FBI covering up the fact that they framed him kind of thing. But they didn't do a good job because they didn't kill him, even though they stabbed him 22 times. What do you think, Mike? I yeah, I had a guy post about how this Derek Chauvin stabbing was to cover up the explosive truth that was about to be revealed about what happened in this case. And I made uh, a post about how this guy is super mad that a cop got uh, held was held accountable for killing a black man. And this guy came at me and was like, why are you bringing race into this, bro? Oh. And, I was, and I and I just said to him, "How is Derek Chauvin a political prisoner in a situation that doesn't involve race?" And the guy just would not answer me on that point. He just was like, "Well, I don't know what what, what that what the person you were quoting had to mean by what they were saying, but you're the one that made it racial." Yeah, how dare you racially motivate this? He's just a regular murderer. He's just <laughs> a regular old fashioned murderer. He just murdered a guy on camera. We all saw him murder the guy. And it wasn't racially motivated at all. Wink. No. (laughs) Winky-doo, yes. But he survived. So, you know, there's always a 
second chance, I guess. <laughs> um, you mean at, at, at a long life for this yes. poor, this poor mm-hmm. fellow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, that's, that's what we're all. That's what we're all about. Derek Chauvin just serving his time peacefully. Man, if, well, if his time in prison wasn't already nerve wracking at this point, it's got to be pretty unpleasant. Which which makes me smile. I mean, yeah, he still it. got a long time to go. So. Yeah, yeah, I want that. I want that experience to be kind of maximum unpleasant for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like. I still see people talking about how like the George Floyd thing was just a false flag. They were all actors, and I'm like, wow, Derek Chauvin's and what a performance <laughs> artist that guy is. What a method actor he is. That spending the next like 15 odd years in jail and now being brutally assaulted and almost killed. This guy's really committing to the bit. Like bully for you there, actor Chauvin. Yeah, he got the he got the shit into the uh stick in that um yeah. acting job. Yeah, the, and the, then the, the, <laughs> oh sorry, go ahead. No, the guy that played George Floyd is like is just sipping my ties in the Bahamas, just faking <laughs> having been killed. I mean, he 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 obviously got the cherry roll there. Oh, no, that a, part was real. Mm. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, right. yeah. it, it turns out that in America, it's actually just cheaper to kill a black person. Like it's, I mean, it's just, that's just the way the money works out. Fuck this country. Anyways, speaking yes. of fucking this country, that was just the first boosh Arizona item. Let's move on to new Arizona business. Haley, what else you got for us? Uh, Just a real quick update because I talked about it twice on this podcast with that ASU, that Arizona State University professor that was, uh, he was assaulted by two Turning Point USA, like propagandists. Um. They just got charged, actually, like a couple days ago, a few days ago. Um, it's Kaylin D. Almeida who does the front lines, uh, like video work for Turning Point USA, and his camera guy. Um, which this is a funny story. So his camera guy is named Braden Joel Ellis. They got the wrong Braden Ellis when they initially charged these. Uh, when they initially filed these charges. This is the Maricopa attorney's office. This is like the highest. It's just like, dog, how are you going to get the freaking name wrong? You look up Turning Point people and they have their badge in their photo. That's how I found him. I was like, oh, okay, we got the name. Let me look him up. I'm like, they got this name wrong. They didn't get the name right because I have a different name. And it's like, he's got a photo in his Twitter with his turning point badge with his name on it. It's like, how is how are you guys this bad? Anyways, you know there's... I'm, not, I'm not afraid to be the one to say it. I think it's fucked up that there are two Braden Ellis's. <laughs> and in addition to that, I think that white people must be stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braden? Ugh. God. Braden. Ugh. Ugh. You're not a fan <laughs> of the name Braden? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can make that news for the rest of the show and it would be accurate. I don't know, man. <laughs> That that that's like a that's like a fucking my my mom is yelling over our parking spot as she's leaving, dropping me off for my lacrosse game name. Brayden and Kalen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that, 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 that family takes Christmas photos with their ARs. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, they got charged. If that's the update for all you listeners who actually cared about that story, that's kind of fun, right? Turning Point USA guys actually getting something that might come to them. Charlie's crying about it, so that makes me a little happy. Um, so we get like a ton of good news on this show. So I know we'll take two it. positive Arizona stories this week. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, don't make a habit out of, out of it. We we, <laughs> we 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 gave you that part of the segment because your state is supposed to suck. Mm. I mean, technically, I guess it is bad that our prison system is is so awful that like we do have a lot of 
prisoners who do get assaulted pretty bad uh, in our system. I'm sorry. So I guess it, it's like there's the bad. There's the bad lining of it. If you need the bad lining, the prison system is bad. But, you know, I'm not going to cry a tear over Chauvin. So, nope. <laughs> lol. It's okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to shout you down while you were trying to defend no. your best friend there, Chauvin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any other Arizona-related uh, topics for the week? Nah. All right, cool. Fuck Ooh. Arizona. On to the headline news. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Don't worry, guys. Daddy Trump is only going to be a dictator for one day when he gets reelected. And then after that, he'll turn the, the, the reins loose, he promises. Uh, <laughs> so that's an insane thing that Donald Trump actually said. Uh, I'm sure there's more to it. And for the more, I'll, I'll toss it over to Mike. But what an absolutely fucking insane thing for people to hear and still support this man, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. This was uh, really awesome. And the best part about it was is that like if you watch all these Trump interviews that have been happening for the last year, you can just tell the interviewer is so desperate for Trump to not fuck it up. The interviewer has to literally try to tee the ball up as gingerly as possible for Trump to then swing the bat at it to try to hit it. And Hannity was like, no, no, Mr. President, Mr. Trump, you... A lot of people are saying some totally crazy stuff. They're just, I mean, nonsense. And they're talking about you becoming a dictator or not abiding by the rule of law. So, I mean, you're not going to do that, right? And then Trump replies that, like, yeah, I'm not going to be a dictator, except for day one. And Trump almost like, very obviously sees Hannity's reaction and Trump is just like, oh, he thinks I'm going crazy. Trump just loves it. He just loves that these people just try to kid glove him so much. And they try to make him say the right thing. And Trump's just like, you know what? I'm just not going to say the right thing. Fuck it. I don't care. I've been president. I wield ridiculous power. I control these assholes and their fake news channel. I'm going to be the Republican nominee if I don't drop dead. So... I'll just say whatever I want and you can all go to hell. So he just did it. He just literally declared that on day one, he'll be a dictator. And what are you going to do about it, Hannity? You're going to push back. You're going to tell me that's a bad thing. Of course you're not. No, he's going to pucker up on day one. Right. <laughs> yep. Pucker up and kiss my orange ass. You, you like you simp, you little weak man. I mean, it's just, it's just that. It's just like Trump loves wielding power over people. And so that's what he did. And I, and I mean, this is so it's bad politics and it's incredibly stupid for him and he did say this is an immediate soundbite for the Democrats to use the general election. Uh, they had Cash Patel on Steve Bannon's show and Cash is like, yeah, I'm going to be running the CIA and I'm just going to throw anyone I don't like in jail because fuck them. And that's just the way it's going to be. And like, if you look at me cross-eyed, you go to fucking jail. Basically, Cash Patel was the, was the fucking guy from Community, only it was just like, if you fuck with me, jail. Just like, just, just over. It's, it's like, 
Mike, I hate to do this to you, but that's actually uh, Parks and Recreation, not community. Fair, fair. Hmm. I can accept that. I, I'm out of touch with my pop culture references. I don't know. If, if I didn't I don't do watch it, either. one of our listeners might, and I didn't want you to have to suffer through that. We'd so have to I'll correct, correct next episode. It'd be a whole thing. Oh, right, that's never right. going to happen. I, <laughs> no. If I accidentally get something wrong on the show, then that's just how that's going to be. <laughs> but yeah, but you, so you, you literally have Trump and one of his minions just brazenly stating, yeah, we're just going to fuck everybody up when we get back in. And you have Project 2025 on their website, which is, again, just a literal blueprint of here is how we are going to crush the American Republic once we take the reins of power again. And so I like I mean, that Bannon called Hannity the idiot for asking the question. He was like, he, he was the idiot for asking Trump this question. Now's not the time for these stupid questions. He was like <laughs> shitting on Hannity. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, Sean, don't don't even get within 20 miles of that shit, bro. He said, never- this is a funny quote, actually. Even to ask that question shows you're an idiot and we don't have time for idiots, bro. This is war. <laughs> chill yo chill <laughs> yeah everybody needs to calm down none of y'all are going to be the nominee for president so everybody let's just calm down uh, i i liked uh i really liked uh chris christie and like the fucking the 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 uh what's it called the, the debate he was my favorite he, he dude he pulled out he pulled out the playbook that mike and i have been talking about for forever but way too little and way too late and with no juice going into it that shit is not gonna work you, you you had to be you had to be DeSantos uh, DeSantos DeSantos you had to be, had to be DeSantis <laughs> at the height of his power and then maybe you could pull off the you know who sucks actually and is a weak stupid loser Donald Trump fuck that guy like nobody cares if Chris Christie's saying that like you know Chris Christie sweatily saying Donald Trump kind of sucks right like on stage surrounded by a bunch of losers that Donald Trump does not have to debate because they are all losers like it's just insane I, I love the state of politics in my country. Yeah, everyone was calling him fat, and he just, like, he's so used to it. It's like, you're not going to hurt him by calling him fat. Dude, he goes to the beach trust. with that body. Yeah. He, like, it's, uh, I've fucking had, I've had to deal with this for fucking, like, 30 years or whatever. <laughs> it's, like, the people, they're just like, man, you're fat. And I'm just like, dude, yeah, obviously. Deal with I mean, it. Like, you think I don't know? Try, like, yeah, like, <laughs> You think it's breaking news to me or something? Dude, I don't get to go on rides, like, at a, at a theme park. Like, those are just not for me anymore. I've been for a long time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, anyway. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. insult Christy by calling him fat. He doesn't care. No, they get brought up so- the Obama hug thing again. He's like, you, Vivek was like, you hugged Obama. Go back and hug Obama. <laughs> like, he's never going to live that one down. <laughs> uh, you hugged Obama. Yeah. What, what, just, this is excellent excellent top level politics i know it is it's like man these people are really care about the people (laughs) stop rapping those eminem lyrics for enough time to let me tell you that it's okay that i hugged obama because i'm not gay and it's just like (laughs) big crowd pop it's just like okay cool what a what an incredible time we live in you know Everybody, everybody uh, shut up and stop pretending like you're going to defeat Donald Trump. You're just not like there's a reason he's not showing up for these fights. <laughs> and like I, I hate I, I hate saying that he was right about something, but when he was just like, "Why would I ever debate these people? I don't have to do that." He could not have been more correct. <laughs> so funny. Very true. Oh yeah. Very true. Yeah. Anyway, we, it, we it, sort of got all over the map because I started talking yeah. about the debate where we were supposed to be talking about Trump being a dictator for a day, but I just couldn't resist. 
no. Some people well, want well, it. They're excited yeah. for the daddy dictator. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the QAnon lives only for this shit. I see so many people posting stuff where they're like, the, the libs are trying to call him a dictator when all he's going to do is bring justice and truth to the world. And they're not going to buy the dictator lie because Biden's fascist regime has been oppressing them for the last four years. And it's like, who of you have gone to jail for like, like who are the, who is the Biden DOJ putting in jail for like whatever reasons? Like, how are you oppressed? Like what happened to you that's made you sad other than the fact that your orange daddy lost an election and they heard that pre- pe- they heard that people in a state far away could get gender affirming care. And that is how they are oppressed, Mike. Oh, right, right, right. That's really absolutely heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. You'll never know how they struggle with dealing with the fact that other people are dealing with stuff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they might have problems, but they talk about it a lot. And I don't like that, you know? <laughs> I got other shit to deal with. So I don't want to hear him talk about it no more. And I think we should just kill, I mean, get rid of all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, another, that was the great thing in the debate was when uh, Nikki Haley, who's trying to position herself as the moderate, sensible alternative to all the nuts, was just like, I think uh, DeSantis' Don't Say Gay Bill didn't go far enough. I think we need to hate gay people more. And it's just like, oh wow, wow, really? This is this is where we're at now. This is it's a how cool we're doing debate. This? That's cool. Yeah. It was super That's... great. And also, again, GOP hypocrisy at its finest. You know, Hillary Clinton is the worst because she's a miserable shrew. But like, did you did I have to listen to that lady talk? Jesus Christ, <laughs> get out of here! She's a she's a, she's like a she's like a fucking she's a she's like a Harry Potter villain. You know, like mm-hmm. J.K. JK Rowling wrote that lady. At any moment, she's gonna fucking jump on her broom and fly away. Mm-hmm. And, and she's taking your rights with her. Anyway, <laughs> good stuff. You know, I, I for one, uh, I for one, really hope that uh, all of the people that do vote for Donald Trump get exactly what they want if he somehow manages to actually become dictator of our country. You know, I keep saying that things are impossible. Live action One Piece show couldn't possibly be good. Like, never thought that I'd like Jack Harlow. You know, just a bunch of weird shit happening all at once. Yeah, maybe our country will just fall into the hands of that guy from the fucking show where he would say, you're fired. Seems like it's as good a thing as anything else, you know? Who knows what happens anymore? The future is confusing. We're only around for 20 (laughs) years anyway before the fucking, like, ice cap melt and the giant tsunami kills all of us. So it's like... Oh, God. Yeah. Can that be what I'm looking forward to this week? Yes, uh, that's fine. <laughs> Oblivion's cold embrace releasing you from this terrible burden. That's absolutely a fine thing to look forward to. I regret mentioning it because I'm so thirsty. And like, I'm getting, like, in my mind right now, it's like, like a huge tsunami of water. And I'm just like, man, that sounds incredible. Just fucking, and, and, and Haley's just like, oh, I'm just going to sip on my fucking drink in front of you like a, like a D-bag. And thanks. Get some water. Go get some water. I'm recording. I have water. <laughs> Professionally. I, I, well, I'm not <laughs> professional enough to have water on hand. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, if, uh, if I was if I was really, really feisty, I would have brought my sparkling water to the, my desk before we started <laughs> recording. But unfortunately, I only have my regular water nearby, so boo me. Yeah, you know what? I wish nothing but the best uh, for both of you. That's Thanks. how I feel right now with your bragging about your water on hand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're we're not quite done with our good news for the week yet because now we get to talk about George Santos getting the fucking food. 
which uh, I guess is only kind of good news because it turns out that he's already parlaying that into a better, more lucrative career, at least in the short term. Cameo? Uh, well, I was I was going to toss over a mic for the big reveal, but yes, cameo. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Uh, 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 Mike, I'm going to throw it over to you, never smaller reveals. Give us more information. I'm sorry. Uh, so after having been uh, not convicted, not expelled from Congress the last time they tried this, uh, the ethics report came out, and yeah, it turns out he's a huge piece of shit who did all the kinds of terrible things. So I think he's the- fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds fun, <laughs> but uh, you know, not with my, not with the taxpayer dollars, sir. Yeah. So, yeah, our boy Santos uh, decided that it was uh, he had done enough crimes. And now this time, after the ethics report came out, the House representatives decided, you know what? Like, goodbye, good sir. So they expelled him. And that's the end of George Santos's career in Congress. I thought he was going to make it the full way. I thought the Republicans were way too spineless to actually do this. But uh they pulled it off. Uh, congrats, question mark, Republicans, I guess. What's really funny about this... Because he's gay. They were like, eh, we can get rid of that one. Well, what's <laughs> really do. funny about yeah, well, uh, like Apparently, there's a bunch of resignations happening, and McCarthy is going to quit by the end of the year. So people are talking about how the fact that Republicans now are going to... At the end of the year, they're going to have a one-seat majority in the House... So they are literally one like Republican incumbent death away from having a tied house, which w- could lead to all kinds of nonsense. So who knows? I mean, the re- Republicans are managing to squander away their four seat majority through resignations and crimes and all kinds of other good stuff. Um, Besides uh, going on to Cameo, uh, De- uh, Santos is now also deciding that on his way out the door, he's just going to throw bags of shit at everyone he can. Uh, Santos filed numerous ethics complaints against various other Republicans, accusing them of insider trading and that they're using their knowledge uh, through lawmaking to know what stocks to pick and what stocks to avoid. So, uh, again, uh, great job, George. Uh, just don't leave with any tact or dignity. Just literally light the place on fire on your way out the door. He's Do fun. You... I'm, oh. I'm convinced he's fun. <laughs> uh, Dude, get, get him and Rittenhouse in a jello ring. It's okay. like it's hugely profitable. He's trying to sell a book right now. He could probably use the promotion. Oh, speaking of Rittenhouse, did you see the, those photos making the round where he looks like Bob's Burger Boy or whatever, like straight up? It's like not even, it's like actually fucking hysterical. Like he genuinely looks like fucking Bob's Burger or whatever big boy or whatever that fucking mascot is. He's got like the oh, yeah. cow look and everything. It's insane. Oh yeah, he, he, he has such a weirdly cherubic face now. Every time you see him, his face is really red and... He has like he, you can you can tell that like in, in that photo he's like shaking Tucker Carlson's hand and you can tell that Tucker Carlson now has contempt for him because he is fat. It's great. I love that picture. It's so oh cute. really? Yeah. You can just yeah. tell like like body posture wise like you know it, it's one of those things where it's just like you it's know like, ugh, freshen up. Yeah, sh- straight line and slanted line, totally cut data or whatever. Same shit. But I guess that's pretty- why he's not headlining Turning Points America Fest this year. I noticed he wasn't on the bill. And he was the headliner the last couple of years. Well, yeah, because Jeez. if he's there, then who's going to be at the centerpiece of the Christmas table with an apple in their mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
he really does have a very weirdly paunchy belly. Like, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm an overweight dude. I'm large, but with, with Rittenhouse, it's just sort of like he's pregnant. His tummy is just like bulging from like right where, like right below your chest to like your stomach. There's like no added fat anywhere. It's just like literally Rittenhouse is just carrying a food baby in perpetuity in his large little tum tum. It's, He's very weirdly proportioned. He's a very strange-looking person at this point. And he's a piece of shit. Yeah, oh, and he's a murderer. <laughs> oh, if it wasn't a fucking murderer, we wouldn't be talking about it being fat, because who cares? But he's a murderer who took this fucking Bob's Burger Boy photo shaking hands with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there we go. We, we, we get to talk about how you went from being like a fucking 17-year-old regular-looking average Caucasian kid to looking like a plastic 1950s burger mascot insane shit yeah oh and yeah, like the, yeah. the, the, the hair is not doing him any favors like get a different haircut man it's just ridiculous <laughs> what are you doing oh, do anything just get 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 yourself back on the straight and narrow kid you're falling apart <laughs> G- G- gzp Anyway, yeah, so yeah. George Santos, it is a bummer that he just gets the safety net of getting to go to Cameo and just, like, getting to charge people through the nose to fucking, to, to just say dumb shit and just get a quick bag. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, it's probably it? unfortunate that being shitty just gives you a, a short-term avenue to success a lot of the time. <laughs> well, I mean, he is facing lots of legal ramifications, so he is going to actually be in criminal court sooner rather than later. So I don't think this is going to go that well for him in the long run. So enjoy that cameo. <laughs> Spend that cameo money while you can, George. Because uh, He's charging $250 was... a video, I think. That's a lot of money for a cameo. <laughs> can, 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 <laughs> we, uh, can we get together like the $700 or whatever it would take for that to get him just do, redo all of our bumps? <laughs> <laughs> listeners, fund our bumps. Yeah, yeah, yes, well, listeners. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, listeners. Fun. Yeah, well, well, yeah. So, no, the, 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 the real question is: is after we get the giant bag for our bumps, do we have Santos do it, or do we get Rudy? Because Rudy's a long time cameo. Uh, no. If I get a giant bag for my bumps, I am doing them. I okay, get fine. Oh. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> You're just pocketing the money. <laughs> yeah, and he's doing. Uh, okay. no, I was that, making that a was cocaine joke. joke. Oh. I was talking about the use of cocaine. Yes, oh. that joke was about cocaine. Um, get it a bag for your bumps. Like yeah, I got it. Coke. I did like get cocaine. it now. Like the I got cocaine. that. Uh-huh. Like sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the podcast is that. It's just, it's just yeah. rest, coming up with different names for cocaine for like fucking 30 more minutes. Uh, I, I, Anyways. I think my favorite, my favorite <laughs> term was Colombian marching powder. I just really got a chuckle out of that for cocaine. So. Santos, be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you're if listening, George to... Santos, be on the podcast. Yeah, come on in. That'd be <laughs> great. We'll be I mean, t- honestly, come on the podcast, but only if you'll let me ask you about the cool parts of your life, like your drag shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm actually interested in. Like, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, well, unless you're... T- uh, if George Santos wants to come on the show and let us ask him point blank about his crimes, then that's also acceptable, but I don't mm-hmm. think he would. So at least let us ask you about your drag. That's cool. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome if he just opened up and admitted he was a drag queen. That'd be great. Just that would He's be free great. now. Can, he doesn't can have you to. imagine how, how pissed off people would be if we scooped that from like, there's got to be a million <laughs> drag queen podcasts out there, right? Like RuPaul yes. probably got a podcast and we're the ones who, who scooped the George Santos just being like, okay, yeah, I'm a drag queen and here's my life in Brazil. And we're just like, oh, Ifuera, <laughs> we did it. We scooped up. <laughs> <laughs> way to go team us i can just mm-hmm. imagine like the, the doorbell rings and you open it up and there's just like a couple of large but incredibly fetching drag women out there they just fucking tune you up real good <laughs> i deserve this i say as i'm being smashed by their just fucking smashing <laughs> you with crazy platform boots and shit yes as, as i'm being as i'm being pummeled by their very heavy yet elegant purses so that's <laughs> I'm so glad that they got like popular enough to be condemned by the right wing outright. That's how you know you've made it when they start actually gunning for you. Yeah, I actually saw I was I was going out and I was looking around in, you know, near the canal where there's a lot of graffiti. And I saw um, some stickers out there in the graffiti area and it was like a local drag queen. I was like, hell yeah, the drag queen's getting on vandalism culture. (laughs) <laughs> you know nice. um we love to see it you know speaking of which yep. i saw a confusing bit of graffito tagging on my uh commute to work the other day uh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make up the name the, the uh, i'm gonna make up a name to protect the potentially innocent here so we'll just say trisha and at the great of the graffito tag just said trisha is a hoe tent city she is cheap and hmm. i was just like is this slander or an advertisement? I like I don't know I don't know how to read this. Either way, I'm not really interested in it, but I do have to look at it because somebody has written it where I commute. <laughs> so uh, I was puzzled by it when I approached it. I was like, oh, huh. And that that's that's the little spice of life that you have to hold on to, people. Allow yourself to be charmed by weird graffiti. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. free to wear sunscreen. Remember that Boz Lerman thing? There's a reference for you. Yeah, not even Mike remembers everybody's free to wear sunscreen. Nope. <laughs> do you remember No Sex in the Champagne Room? I do remember that, yes. And you didn't know that No Sex in the Shame Room is a Chris Rock parody of the Boz Lerman song, Everyone's Free to Wear Sunscreen? Nope, did not know that. Unreal. I'm being Unreal, Mike. I'm being brought up to speed. I had no earthly concept of that. Well, there you go. There's your little weird fact. T- take that one to the bank. I will. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, right. I, 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 I genuinely, I don't know why, but the, that little bit of conversation genuinely shorted out my brain for a moment. I started thinking about the exploding hearts for some reason. I don't know what's going on. Like everybody in that band, except for one guy, died in 2002. So I don't know why I was thinking about that all of a sudden. Very strange. Uh, are we done talking about Santos? Is it time for our mailbag? That sounds right to me. Let's move along. Let's try to get our brains back in the game. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Look, at the very least, because we're too lazy to edit the podcast uh, to such a degree, that last thing I said will stay in, and hopefully it will lead some people to listening to the Exploding Hearts, because they do rule. But most of them are very dead. (laughs) So don't expect another album. (laughs) That tragedy happened like 20 years ago. So you're not getting that one. No, probably not. 
Uh, Eric, the deep state operative, asks, is there a Q-related conspiracy that you kind of wish was real? For instance, Medbeds. Uh, I mean, Medbeds is a fucking great choice. That would be sick, right? That would be incredible. <laughs> The the the, the 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 Matt Damon Elysium style med bed, you just lay in it, it carries all your yeah. shit. That would be fucking gas. But you know the the the, the, the QAnon conspiracy theory is not wrong. It is only gonna be available to the hyper rich. I agree. I think I think um the med bed Elysium thing is accurate. Like only the rich people would get it. Um can I say because we were talking about it this episode, I just want the ferment to be real. I have no reason for this, honestly. Yeah, what, what about the rest of the flat Earth? Sure, that'd be funny. Sure, you just don't. You, as long as the firmament is is real, though, you don't care about the shape of the Earth. Not really, but I do think it would be funny. It, it, it's just funny to think of us in a globe, you know, like kind of a globe situation. Like that's a weird way to think of our as reality. A flat Earther, you lost me. It's a dome at best. We okay, don't talk, we, we, we don't talk about globes here. Can we break? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry that I said the word globe. That seems a little offensive. Yeah, but absolutely. you know you? what I mean, like a snow globe, but not like an Earth globe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, flat <laughs> Earthers. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hasn't anybody told you all spheres are fake? Are fake? There's just no. Yeah, that that shape it doesn't exist. <laughs> Show me a sphere in nature. I fucking dare you. <laughs> <laughs> wow well yes. i would like that theory to be real for no reason except i think it would be funny that like flat earthers are right and that the ferment is a real thing just that's why i want it to be real just so they're right <laughs> like, old old q has a bunch of excellent shit you know like all the <laughs> like 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 the fucking weird titanic nonsense earthquake machines like weather machine stuff like all the all the cool psychic mk ultra nonsense if most of what the old Q stuff, like th those conspiracy theories were real, then life would probably be much cooler than it is now. Alas, life is very boring. And the monsters that we have to deal with are largely the regular type of monsters. Yeah, I would say that I'd be in favor of the Project Looking Glass, like basically being able to gaze through time streams. Alice and in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, yes. <laughs> I just love the idea of the multiverse being like a real thing and that Q and his his group are literally doing like minority reports where they're gazing through the streams trying to guide humanity to the right timeline where they achieve victory over the deep state. It's like, you know, if they're doing that, this is really a sort of Avengers endgame. There's only one way to win. And in order to do that, we had to go through COVID. We had to go through Biden winning. It's like... The deep state wins in all fifteen billion analyses, except for one. And it's like, it's like, man, I, I, do you really call this winning for Team Patriots? If this is all the shit we're going through, like, <laughs> like, like, maybe, maybe the deep state should just win slightly less. Can we find that timeline instead of just the one where it looks like we're getting crushed constantly? I guess uh, weather modification would also be good because I live in Arizona. You know, I'd like to modify the weather a little bit more here. It's kind of hot this week. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> but, I thought, but I thought you loved it. I thought you were like, ooh, I love how hot it is. Ooh. I mean, I do. I like the heat, but I don't like it when it's 120 for a month straight. Is that like the Arizona experience? 
Uh, during this last summer, it reached over 115 degrees for 30 days straight. It's it's It snowed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. That is what happened around here. It's like 80 degrees here. <laughs> That's just horrible. It's December. <laughs> How do you get cozy? I am. I'm cold in 80 degrees. <laughs> That's absolutely bonkers. I'll probably <laughs> die if I go see you guys. I'm literally in sweats right now. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I do trust you, but I saw nothing there. You, oh. just, you, you, you contorted your body in a way that made it, so, it, it seem to indicate you're doing a thing. Short? Too short? Can you see sweats? Yep. Oh, yeah. Sweats. Because <laughs> I'm cold in 80 degrees. <laughs> I mean, hey, you do I, you. Slay queen. I, I remember one of my first experiences in a Vegas winter was me being like, Oh God, it's cold. It's so cold. And then I was, and then I realized, wait, I can't see my breath. So it's really not that cold. Nevada has just turned me into a sissy. I yep. just can't, I just can't handle mild cold anymore. So it's like, it's, it's all, it's all relative to where you are, basically. Because yeah, it's all cool. If you ever come, if you ever come visit us in in our frigid climes, then you will be mad cold. And if we ever come to visit you in your bacon climes, then we will be mad sweaty. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. <laughs> oh, I, I hey, Dallas was unacceptable for me. I mean, wow. So like Arizona would probably just be actual death. So. Right, we're gonna be like, all right, Haley, show us all of Arizona's most air conditioned places. Let's yep. go. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and we will go yeah. to those places via the inside of your air conditioned car, which is going to mm -hmm. have air conditioning very much cranked up. Thank you. Well, you guys will uh, just have to visit during like February. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Snorlax CPAP asks uh, How far into the future do you predict we, need we see Elon finally break down and start a Cybertruck car chase, much like OJ back in the 90s? Like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! We could only dream of such a thing happening. I, know, I wish it would. Imagine Elon Musk actually doing a thing that was interesting. That would be wild. <laughs> like he does a lot of shit that sucks, and it's worth talking about because it just allows us like the opportunity to dunk on him some more. But like, imagine if he actually came out and did something that was like actually interesting. Like I don't know, leading a bunch of people on a low speed like fucking car chase after murdering yeah. someone. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elon does crimes, and our legal system doesn't know how to handle a multi-trillionaire criminal. So they're just like slowly chasing after his cyber truck and he's just driving along at like he, he has the AI 35 miles an hour. Yeah. He has, he has the AI driving at like 35 miles an hour for him. And oh man. And then it, uh, the AI doesn't notice like the, like, like, I don't know, small animal that run, darts across the street and it runs into the cyber truck and Elon is just absolutely pulverized inside the cyber truck and that is the end that is the end of our Muskian overlord in the most bizarre That's how I'd want to go. Yes. Mr. Musk, pull over. We have your child on the line. What's your name? They said their name is that sound a dial-up modem makes. Oh okay that is his kid. <laughs> that does that does sound like one of his kids. <laughs> No, I, I, oh, I, 
I laugh both because I know that noise and also because there is this uh, poker vlogger who does like shorts or reels or whatever you call them on YouTube. And whenever any of his opponents are, are thinking about a decision, he puts the wheel bar, the loading wheel on them and plays that noise. For them, like, <laughs> kind of, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, poor dial up modem. N never able to earn Elon's love. They tried so hard. But yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's hard to earn uh, Elon's love if you're not like a robot woman or probably a cartoon woman or some sycophantic bootleg on like on Twitter with the blue check. Like a doge guy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, to the moon. <laughs> Am I right, Daddy Elon? Tongue emoji. <laughs> Elon's just like, yes. I will bless you with a retweet. Oh, God. Yeah. I'll steal your meme. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, or your Stephen King, who Elon obviously has a crush on and just wishes that Senpai would love him, but that will never happen. I just I just love Elon's just like the guy who's hanging out with the woman who absolutely fucking hates him, but because it's Elon's bar and she just has to tolerate him, and she in this case is Stephen King, and so it's gonna be the funniest thing in the world to be Stephen King. You're like. You're a past your prime writer. You have your pile of money. And the richest man in the world is just like, hey, Stephen King, please say that I'm cool. And you're just like, fuck off, Elon, you dumb weirdo. And he's like, oh, you talked to me. Oh, I'm so honored. And it's like, oh, my God, really? And it's Elon's man. like, oh, well, time to go put another child into Grimes. And Grimes is like, I'm cool with that because I am also the worst. Never forget yes. that Grimes is the worst. You still like the music, but she sucks. She she let she had enough sex with Elon Musk that they produced two human being children allegedly. I, I thought it was three at this point. I'm not even sure. Is it sure. three? Oh my god! <laughs> it, it, it turns out nothing is, is nothing is as much of an aphrodisiac as two hundred and fifty billion dollars. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I saw this guy with hair plugs at a party, and he looked like a real dorkist. But then he started telling me about all of his anime collection, and I thought that he really sucked. But then he also told me it was like two hundred and fifty billion dollars. And I'm Grimes, and now I have three of his children. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Okay, I'm sure he just wooed you off of your feet with all of this fucking big brain ideas about. He's just, so like, cool. Philosophy oh, 101. Yeah. Yeah. What if what if the world we're living in like is doesn't exist? How many billions? Oh my god, the world, my the scales are falling to my eyes. It's like, babe, what if we live in the matrix? Like for the twentieth time he's talking about that. <laughs> I pop music sensation grimes think that we should continue this in the bedroom. <laughs> because the alternative to that theory that she was gold digging is two hundred and fifty billion dollars is that she was so charmed by Elon Musk that she decided to have sex with him enough times to fucking have multiple children by him. That is way worse. That is so much worse. I would fuck Elon Musk for $250 billion. I would fuck Elon Musk for $250,000. Like, you don't have to explain that, that math to me. But if I'm at a party, Elon Musk is not charming me. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. <laughs> that guy is like, poison for charisma you know what i mean like yeah. just being around him makes you less cool impossible yeah. what would what would anyone say to him at a party where he would actually be able to break the ice with some witty bon mot that would have everybody chuckling what would he you know I mean, like 250 billion dollars <laughs> i am now laugh <laughs> yes and then he just starts doling it out they all chuckle and he just throws money at them i'd be right there dude 
I'd be like a fucking seal. <laughs> so funny. If he's throwing bricks at me, yeah, dude. Throw those bands at me, dog. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, what I'm imagining right now is just being at a party and you just see Elon with this like ga- a circle of sycophants just following him. And then Elon just yells out, and then I said there are only two genders. And they all start laughing hysterically. And you're just like, <laughs> well, like nervously looking at each other. It's like the money just hits them in the face and chest. <laughs> yes. <It's> just, <laughs> yeah. That one's great, Elon. And it's just like a wad of hundreds. Just slap him in the face. <laughs> Uh, yeah so yeah please get in the cyber truck please do something (laughs) horrifying that results in a slow speed chase make yourself what was the question (laughs) (laughs) i I remembered the question but god we went pretty wildly up dubbing there yes uh so and finally uh mebad asks looking bad at all the fuss over incandescent light phase out are there any good conspiracy theories involving led lights or other alternatives the fuck is incandescent light phase out Oh, um, so make no, we basically got rid of all the old light bulbs because LED lights are way more uh, energy efficient okay, and they so last. Look, look, what's the conspiracy theory surrounding that? Oh, basically, like there was this giant. No, well, <laughs> obviously, but no, these lights are giant... so gay. You wouldn't believe how gay these lights are. I walked into this hospital and I was like, "These lights are so gay." So the what happened was is that people like Republicans were actually pissing and moaning about the incandescent lights being phased out for LED lights because they wanted choice and we wanted to be able to choose the lights we want. And it was like, no, this is like beyond the just being like a thing that like companies were moving towards. This is market forces. This is this would be like saying, I don't want to have my movies downloaded to my computer. I want them on VHS. It's like, sorry, market forces like won out. Like like old tiny VCRs, they don't exist anymore because no one will do that shit. There was no conspiracy here. It was just better technology supplanted other technology. That's, oh no, like that's, that's where you're wrong. Because oh. as far as I know, there was a conspiracy. It just happened like a hundred years ago. Between the light bulb manufacturing company, mm-hmm. this is because true. Very quickly after manufacturing the light bulb, there was an arms race to develop longer lasting ones, and it got to the point where they were just like, "We can make these motherfuckers Willy Wonka style last effectively forever, but we can't make any money selling everybody That's not capitalism. one light bulb." So they all got together and just like, "Hey guys, we all have to be cool and make sure that we're planned to obsolescence our, our light bulbs at the same rate, so that way we can keep raking that shit in." So you know what there, conspiracy theorists about the light bulb? You're fucking half right like always. You got hoodwinked hundred plus years ago. I was going to say hundred, but it's not quite that long. Hundred plus. <laughs> you got hoodwinked by big light bulb. You've lived your whole life being hoodwinked by them. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're so real for that one, Al. That was, that was, that was real. That was real. That was good. It's it's like how big praise me the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like how Big Globe tricked us all into believing in the round earth. It's like they just sell you globes and they put them in your schools and then you're brainwashed and you you stray from God's light. Because that's a lot of what flat earth is. It's biblical flat earth. And now and they're telling me that we're replacing <laughs> the big sun with some sort of green LED sun. I don't know about this new sun. Sounds pretty gay. Sorry. <laughs> 
Mike was being love, intelligent for a second. No, I, know, I know. I just love that Trump, like, literally is just so aggressively on autopilot that if left to his own devices, he'll just piss and moan about water pressure in various things. Like these dishwashers, you got to wash the, the you got to wash the dishes like six times now, and you take a shower and it barely hits you. I don't understand it. It's just like, oh my god, like. How is this guy, how was he our president? How is it possible he'll be our president again when literally the whole world confuses him? Like every day, he's like a small child that's just, instead of being full of wonder and like just mystery about the world, he's just like mad because he like took a crap and then he had to flush twice because he ate so much McDonald's the previous night that like it was a really big one. And he's like, oh, these modern toilets, they're don't flush good. Fucking deep state making my poops like flow up that they got to get someone in here to plunger them. But I don't. Ah. Can you imagine being the Secret Service agent that's closest to the door when Donald Trump is doing his bathroom shit? That's got to suck. Yes. It's got to be a pretty rough detail. <laughs> Just listen to like because you know he's on Twitter, just pissing and moaning, or on, on Truth yes. or whatever, just yeah. <laughs> ranting and raving. Oh God, what a loser! So back to the light bulbs. I'm just saying. Do you remember when Laura Ingram drank light bulbs? Nope. Through meat on Fox News. You don't remember that? This was part of the fucking light bulb shit. This is all I thought was of when you to, mentioned. Was this. she trying to cure her COVID? She was like, look at this triggered libs. And she like takes a straw and is like sticks it in a piece of like, like steak that has a bunch of light bulbs sticking out of it. And she's like, this will trigger the, you never saw this, Mike. This is nope. part of the, the iridescent what, what, light. What is she trying to trigger in me? An erection? I don't know. <laughs> Confusion? I mean maybe maybe it's maybe it's less sensual than it sounded in your description but it uh, was like, i was just like it was know. mostly confusing you were like she's got a she's got a big meat she's got a straw there's some sucking and i was just like whoa 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 <laughs> there's light bulbs in the meat you know yeah that that part was confusing but it sometimes is confusing like when you see it it is it is so i mean anyway. these these doofuses are always saying and doing shit that confuse and shock the mind mm-hmm I'm assuming that Mike was doing research on it because he was deep in the phone. No, I'm just, I just need to find a photo of this light bulb steak. I'm very confused. Oh, oh, wow. That is, what's kind of hard to see. But yeah, you see it? I can't even, Uh, I can't even. I do. I mean, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what's going on there, but. uh, Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, last question. We've already kind of got Haley's answer, which is, of course, the cold embrace of death. But what mm-hmm. are you looking forward to? Oh, beans. What am I looking forward to? <laughs> I don't know, man. This week all went to shit once I found like the, the, once I found out that the fucking Amazon was breaking up this season of Invincible into two chunks and the first chunk's already over. It's very disappointing. Uh, so I don't know. Christmas times, I guess. I'm still buying gifts for people because I like doing that. If I see a sweet gift for somebody, my answer this this week is very boring. I'm sorry. I got nothing guys. There's no joy left in my heart. That's fair. That's fair. Haley, do you have anything else to offer for this week besides your previous answer? No. She's she's with me on team joyless heart. We're we're, we're team joyless heart. Eight crop tops. (laughs) 
and sweats. That was the maybe one we next about week, week I'll have something, but this week um the sweet embrace sounds nice. The, this was this week. It's all you, Mike. You're the one who needs to. You're the one who needs to. to you got to bring us bring home. It. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. Ended on a good uh, note. Well, unfortunately, I, I don't have the I don't have awesome stuff because the the re update of that website that just keeps claiming they're going to do something involving Q. Oh yeah, re uploaded re updated their uh, countdown so that it's now at eight days away. So next week's pod will be getting close to the revelation, but sadly not. It'll just re update to another month after that. How long is but, it uh, fucking going to take for them to get their merch printed or whatever? I mean, Jesus, like they put you know, John yeah. McAfee on it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I am just looking forward to the fact that I just checked my phone and the uh, Patriots are beating the Steelers seven to three, which boo, lose Patriots lose. We need that draft pick, but I'm actually rooting for the fact that uh, I would love to see them actually score some points in this game. Cause everyone in America was like, Oh, it's free money. Bet the under these teams can't score anything. Woo. So it'd just be super funny if this game ended up being like a crazy high scoring shootout between two stumble bums and ever and then afterwards everyone's like, Oh shit, the NFL's rigged. But it's like, no, it's a sporting event. It's random. Fucking random stuff happens all the time. There's nothing I enjoy more than people telling me that uh the blackjack game they're playing is rigged or the roulette table they're playing at is rigged. It's like the game was rigged by the odds. We don't control the wheel or the cards or any of that. All, the, the rig was baked in them before you even sat down. It's you rigged. Have to worry Shut about up. It. It's rigged. You rigged it. You rigged yep, it specifically rigged against it. them. Yes. It's like me. My, my 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 love life is rigged. You rigged it. It's rigged. 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 Every, everything, everything I don't like about life is rigged. I'm poor. It's rigged. <laughs> Everything's rigged. You're damn right. Great. Dude, just go through life blaming everybody else for everything. For everything. That's the way to, yes. that's the way to be. Yes. Anyway, so that'll do it on that, you know, positive, affirming note. It's time for us to leave Hell World for the week. Uh, let's toboggan this week. I don't think we've done a toboggan before. We're going to toboggan right the fuck out of Hell World so fast. Dude, recklessly fast down the, the mean asphalt slopes that surround Hell World. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. If you want to support the show even harder, but still for free, you can do so by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from. If you have money and you want to give it to us, we will take it. You can go to patreon.com slash pokerpolitics to give us your money. If you give us $5 or more per month, you get access to all of our bonus content, uh, which we have several hours of going over a bunch of Q-related pop media stuff and a bunch of other bonus stuff that Mike has put into the can with various rotating guest hosts. So check it out there if you'd like to. Once again, patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Thank you so much for all of our beautifuler babies in the crib supporting us with that do-re-me. We do appreciate it. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Thanks always for the use of our opening song. Remix that was by Mr. Mike Rains uh, goes to DJ Minimal Effort. Uh, and as always, thanks for all of our bumps before we replace him with George Santos uh, to our buddy Frosty. DJ Minimal Effort, no socials. Uh, you can find Frosty on uh, Twitter at FrostyBO. Speaking of social media, you can kind of find me on Blue Sky uh, at MysteriousL. You can defo find Haley at various places, but also specifically Blue Sky, where we, uh, you know, have staked our claim at Arizona mm-hmm. Right Watch. And Mike Rains is, of course, at poker politics on pretty much every social platform that is fit to be on, including Rumble, where he can let his Nazi freak flag fly. What a legend. 
Uh, barely a response from him on that one. He was so so deep into his phone. I thought I was going to get him with that one, but no, he was too busy checking whatever Nazi shit he loves to check uh, because he's a Nazi. Uh, so for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hellworld podcast, I've been one of your hosts, the Mysterious Al, joined as always by Haley, aka Arizona Right Watch, and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mister Mike Rains. Damn, that's a fuckable Earth.